0: Okay, I'm going to start another day with telling you, I told you so. Chris Harrison, out at The Bachelor. Yeah, I know, the franchise. But I told you when it first happened that he is gone. Have a nice day, doesn't matter. And he is, he's out. Now, according to one story, he took an eight-figure settlement, and he is stifled by a confidentiality agreement. Oh, okay. Now, the other story says that he demanded $25 million, and if he wasn't paid, he would spill all the franchise's dirty little secrets. Huh. I mean, he's got almost 20 years of dirt on The Bachelor and the dirty little secrets, so they paid him. Have a nice day. Here's your cash. Goodbye, leave us alone. Welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, did you see where the name Karen plunges to its lowest ranking since 1927? Yeah, you don't want to have your child named Karen. Not in today's world, New. Sorry, nobody wants to be known as a Karen. So according to the Social Security Administration, the name Karen dropped 171 spots in baby name rankings for girls, no mention of boys, in 2020, coming in as the 831st most popular name. That's as low as ranking since 1927. There were just 325 baby girls named Karen in 2020 from uh, 33,000 baby girls named Karen in 1965. Wow. Nobody wants to be known as Karen. As we get started on the day, let me ask you a question. Do you know that the best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, the best salmon you're ever going to eat is not going to come from a grocery store. You'll find it on the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. You need Moinkbox. Moinkbox.com. I am telling you, it's the best out there it's incredible it delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pastured pork and chicken wild-caught alaskan salmon direct to your door you're helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture the animals are raised outdoor the fish swim wild in the ocean and moink meat is free of antibiotics hormones sugar and all that other junk you find in the prepackaged meat in the meat aisle. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. You're going to get a free year of bacon for free. And then pick what meat you want delivered with your first box. You can change what you get each month and you can cancel at any time. It was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. You may have even seen the episode. Uh, host Kevin O'Leary uh, said that it's the best bacon he's ever tasted. And you know what? I, uh, I agree with that 100%. They'll guarantee you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. I, I, I've said it, and uh, you're going to say it as well. Join the moink movement today. Uh, I've joined. You're going to love it once you join as well. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. Listeners of the show get free bacon for a year. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. M-O-I-N-K box, B-O-X, dot, D-O-T, com, C-O-M, slash, S-L-A-S-H, Jeffy, J-E-F-F why moinkbox.com slash jeffy just just try it out you'll be happy happy that you did moinkbox.com slash jeffy okay hunter Biden and his laptop you know the laptop that keeps giving and giving and giving remember the laptop that i don't know could have been his might have been his maybe was his could have been a russian uh Could have been a Russian hack job. Could have been stolen. You never know. You just don't know. Well, you, I mean, you kind of do. But the Daily Mail has uh, now uh, revealed that Hunter Biden used the N-word multiple times in uh, texting with his lawyer. Hunter, now 51, uh, addressed the corporate attorney, who is white, by the way, by the racial slur with phrases including true that abbreviation for (laughs) n-word with an a uh, in December I mean I'm so sad that I feel terrible that I can't say it I mean the word police uh, uh, out and about and I know I know I don't like the word police either I don't but I'm playing by the rules so okay I'm not gonna say it but it's silly silly that I can't say it especially in the right context because i would never never say that word and mean what they want you to believe that it means um i just wouldn't i just wouldn't but he asked uh he asked his attorney how much money do i owe you because n-word you better not be charging me hennessy rates (laughs) in another chat hunter cracks jokes about his man part i only love you because you're black and then it's replied the lawyer replies with it's so annoying when you interject with frivolity isn't it though i hate that and so you know it's just look these are these are the rules that they play by uh don't forget dad mr uh white supremacy is the worst thing to the homeland the most dangerous thing to the homeland uh, racial justice is the top priority of the Biden administration. Hunter also saved a meme with a photo. Now I saved the meme and I know we're not supposed to, you know, he's just saving a meme doesn't mean anything, but he saved it. And these are the rules. You're a terrible person. When you save stuff like this of his father, hugging Barack Obama with the caption, describing a joke conversation, I'm going to miss you, man. Can I say it? just once. Go ahead, Joe. You my N-word, Barack. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember ever seeing that, and it's terrible. I'm not laughing at it. I'll tell you that right now. No way am I laughing at that. And, you know, I want to say, I really do, I want to be on his side and say he's just texting some friend, but, you know, not in today's world. Nope, not in today's world. And I don't care how many outs he gave with, it could be his laptop. He doesn't know if it's his laptop. It could have been stolen. It could have been hacked. Nope, not going to buy it. This is your laptop. These are your words and you are in trouble. Let's hope that that is the case. I want him to go away and be just go away so we can finally end my son Hunter movie dot com. We can finally add that, and uh, you know, then we'll have a movie. Because if you want to help get the movie made, this is not a commercial for MySonHunterMovie.com. dot com. It's just a mention that you can help out by going to mysonhuntermovie dot com, and uh, it's going to be fun. And I can't wait to find out who's going to play Hunter Biden, because I would love to play, you know, Hunter Biden, but. I don't really look like them so okay no i won't you see where mcdonald's is testing voice automated drive throughs well this is their answer to the $15 an hour minimum wage oh well, you want us to pay $15 an hour minimum wage yeah okay we're going to use computers oh okay well right now they're testing uh experimenting with voice ordering technology in the chicago area It's been 85% accurate. 85% accurate. I'm not sure if that's good or not. But okay. Uh, 85% if I don't have to talk to Millie, I guess. So, I mean, why not just have the, you know, you have the kiosks inside that you, you know, touch. Ooh, in the pandemic. No, thank you. I find it, uh, you know, I find it strange that this hasn't happened already more i think about it the more i think why hasn't this happened already it's really surprising they're using the 15 dollars an hour minimum wage as an excuse but it seems like yeah why wouldn't we be doing this it's going to make us a whole lot more money okay all right speaking of fast food though you see where our houston man uh, went on what they're calling a crusade against dishonest Burger King upselling. <laughs> so he got mad when they kept asking him, hey, want to supersize that? So he says it all got started when he ordered a combo meal from a Houston Burger King. And the girl automatically said medium or large. Now, Tharp told uh, told this news organization in Houston that uh, I said I only want a number six, and she said medium or large. Of course, Tharp could have just asked for a small. But by failing to mention the small option, Tharp thinks Burger King is tricking customers into upsizing their order. I, I don't think so, because if you automatically order the combo, that's the small so she's just trying to make sure that that's what you wanted so medium or large because you're already getting the small bro we're already getting the small and how mad are you when you go through the line and you wanted to get you know you expected to get the medium or the large and they gave you the small because you didn't specify i know i know so anyway uh the reporter decided to launch an investigation. She decided to visit seven area Burger King locations and and to order a number one combo meal, all right? She's gonna do her, the reporters are doing investigations on drive-throughs at Burger King, but some of the other big news stories, we don't have time for that, which I'm okay with, because I love this story. And so at five restaurants, the employees did ask if we wanted small, medium, or large two locations employees didn't mention the small asking only medium or large and we replied asking if a small was available the employee said yes well of course it is that's just a that's a sales technique that you learn as selling that's the manager of the store saying hey we know it's uh, we know they're small they're small medium large when they order whatever they order as a combo meal ask them medium or large on the upsize because they'll specifically answer small if they if they don't i i don't think that's a problem i really don't um burger king's corporate office of course said we oh we we want to we want to respond to your concerns um no problem but uh we know that uh customers should check their receipts to make sure they weren't upcharged If the clerk doesn't ask you what size you want, the meal should automatically be a small. Right. Exactly. Check your order and receipt to make sure you were not upsized without your consent. Honestly, I mean, right. So if you order a number two and or a number 18 and you get a number 18 expecting a small because that's what you should get without specifying and they give you a large you're like no i didn't want a large and you either say nah, that's okay that's fine or you give it back and say i want a small and my money back it's not that big a deal i mean that's going to happen with the computer and the robot along with human beings okay She also said that, uh, you know, if customers prefer to medium or large, you automatically ask that that's just what you do. And so, you know, you're just trying to help the customers out. I feel like this guy in Houston just got tired of being asked medium or large. So he got pissed and, you know, wrote his letter to the editor, but I just, you know, it's, it's a fun story. And I don't think that, I don't, here's what I think. I don't think Burger King is tricking customers into upsizing their order. They are asking you if you want it upsized. That's what they're supposed to do. Okay. All right, let's go. You know, speaking of Burger King, I'm going to go to the break room right now, man. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I know we're in the break room, but I've got to give you some sad news. The Twitter account, Art Decider, is now calling it quits. It's over. I know. Right according to art decider it's decided that the art decider will end i see this as a happy occasion since i'm able to end this project on my own terms thank you to everyone who supported this account below are a few charities that i hope you will consider donating to yeah cuz i was following a twitter account so according to uh this interview to the person who is running art decider uh, he said he started the, the account in 2015, a few weeks after finding out that the job he had at a TV show would no longer exist after season two. So, and it was a project that meant the world to him and he'd been working on it uh, for years. He was heartbroken and he wanted to see the show through the, to the end, but couldn't. So he said, in my depression, I knew I needed something to take my mind off of it. And I wanted the project to be as positive as possible. Eventually, I came up with the art decider. (laughs) Very simple. Is it art or not art? And it goes on. uh, talks about uh, one time uh, a guy tweeted, uh, on a date with my grandma, everyone tells her she looks nice. And art decider put art on that tweet. And then there were thousands of tweets after it. And. They thanked him. Uh, They thanked Art Decider because you gave Grandma the happiest day of her life. Your comments single handedly led to hundreds of genuinely kind people from around the world asking her questions and telling her she looked nice. So thanks for giving her her 15 minutes of fame. So I'm not sure how many followers Art or not, Art Decider had. Looking like a couple hundred thousand, 208. Thousand right now but it's over it's done so dry your eyes art decider i know i know art decider is done the real question is well is he quitting and now he's gonna get all these accolades and decide you know what it's you, you want me back okay art decider is back how about you give me some money for some sponsorships huh wonder if that could be it hmm. and i know twitter is starting their new you know campaign for uh, different uh business twitterers and so it'd be interesting to see if art decider is going to decide to be a part of that huh we shall see i i almost want to say i guarantee that but i don't know that i guarantee it but it wouldn't surprise me. As long as you're following at Art Decider, you might as well jump on board and follow me on my Twitter account as well, at Jeffy JFR. There's Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. And uh, you can follow me on Parlor as well, if that's such a thing anymore. I really don't know that it is. And if you have comments or questions about the show, uh, you can email chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Also, uh, follow me on uh, YouTube as well. Uh, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher on my YouTube channel. Uh, all the links are in the bios of those social media accounts. If you don't want to search YouTube, or you just want to go to the social media account of your choice, go to the bio section, and then just click on the links and subscribe through there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just that easy. All right. I fell in love with a young lady well i mean i didn't really necessarily fell fall in love with her but i fell in love with the idea that she wanted it was her birthday cake and her uh her decision of wanting the lion king birthday cake well of course you think oh she's three years old that's cool she's gonna get a lion king's birthday cake yeah but she wanted the lion king death scene (laughs) she loves it so and she wanted the cake depicting that specific scene from the movie uh the mom said i felt really embarrassed asking because i thought they would think i was a horrible parent i was like so here's the thing this is what my child said i thought it was funny we're just gonna go with it oh okay and she wanted the moment that's been ripping hearts out since you know Mid nineties, uh, Mufasa's death, and uh, they did it. They put it together. It's really, really cool. And it's the on the cake is uh, you know the little the little lion <laughs> looking over the edge of the cake, and then on in the bottom is uh, the death, the dead lion. Happy birthday, Le- Leona! Is three. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, come on now, that is a really good idea. And they did a great job of it so that the you know, it doesn't look horrific. It just looks like, oh that's the that's the scene. The cake is the the cake is, you know, the cliff and the tray is the cliff floor. That's where the lion died. You get the point. Happy birthday, Leona. So I feel like I'm just giving you sad news today. Um Wow, but I'm gonna give you some more sad news. Uh General Motors has now closed the book on the twenty twenty one Chevy Corvette. So that's it. After well, this month, it looks like uh they're they're not gonna accept any more So you've got until the end of the month. If you're listening live on the 9th of June twenty twenty one, according to this, you've got to the end of the year to get your orders in. But uh, no more after that. Uh, the 2021 model year Corvette Stingrays over. We had They're making an adjustment. It's over. They're going to focus on putting the 2022 model year together and on the line. And they're just going to do the accepted orders of the 2021 Corvettes. And then that is it. I know. I know. It's how so sad. Now, they claim that uh, they will not reject any orders already pushed through the system and accepted. Any more won't happen at the end of. Well, I thought they said this month. Wait a minute. Uh, Roadshow, same challenges. A letter the decision will likely make it extremely tough car to find more scarce, withdrawing its June outlook of production, effectively closing order books wow so the, the original this is originally said the end of june and now they're saying nee, you know what no uh we're just done it's over now wow okay all right fine i mean they've had a bunch of problems right they had the the uaw strikes they had the pandemic shutting down plants, they had some they've had supply issues they've had chip issues now they claim that it's not due to the semiconductor chip shortage but uh, you know what uh there there has been continued unplanned part shortages oh okay but it's not the chip shortage no 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 no. it's, it's uh other part shortages that we're having a problem with oh uh, okay you sure about that yeah yeah we're sure about that so you're not going to be seeing any new vets at the dealers for a while and the 2021 vet is over so if you're the next time you see a vet on the lot it's going to be a 2022 i do like i got to tell you i'm not a big corvette fan uh you know i've had plenty of of i've had plenty of rides and plenty of times behind the wheel of a corvette and i'm you know i'm not a big fan of them but the 2021 model actually looks really cool it's a good looking car and uh so you know there's that but would I own one this is really sad news day today on chewing the fat I don't want to I'm not going to apologize it's just the stories that we have today but they do bring a tear to your eye really um another sad story kiss kiss is done they're over have a nice day paul stanley confirms the end of the band we have no choice it's time to stop it's becoming impossible for kiss to go on i know well they had to stop some of their touring because of the pandemic and he said they're going to uh continue and resume the dates interrupted but then that's gonna be that's gonna be it he said we're running around on stage with 40 or 50 pounds of gear and boots with eight inch heels and we do it well but i also know that we can't do it forever so after this tour here it uh, that's gonna be it for kiss i know very sad so apparently this they gave an interview to download and promote the band's headline spot at the 2022 festival so that's probably going to be it right the 2022 festival and then that's going to be i don't know where the 2022 festival is and apparently they are now (laughs) they're currently touring across 20 countries and have 50 upcoming concerts so i think they'll be okay <laughs> you still have an uh you still have a a chance to catch them before they quit um uh, so the story of them quitting is more like hey it's possible that after you know a few hundred shows we're going to be done it's over we're going to wrap it up we we can't do it anymore oh okay no no problem but you're still on tour right yeah yeah we're still on tour oh okay wow uh before it, it reaches a point i think it's better that we stop uh i take it real seriously so the idea of being able to do this without end is just not possible one thing you realize as you get older is that at some point you stop getting older you know yeah, we do know. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> so, I know that they... I thought that they quit once before. I don't know, like 20 years ago. But, you know, we just didn't want to say goodbye to the crowds. At the time, Ace Frehley and Peter Chris, two of the original members, I guess those guys were the, uh, were the troublemakers because they wanted to retire. And Simmons and Stanley... You know what we're going to do it we're just going to do it without them and they ace freely never returned chris came back for a short time and then they ran him off so it was ace and peter that were the uh were the dickheads oh can i say that no oh God. i mean we're the were the troublemakers and for kiss because after that then they've had they've had 20 years of great success without them but you think about that they're running around on stage doing their songs with their outfits on their heels like he said 40 50 pounds of stuff simmons is 71 years old wow and stanley is 69 so i mean they're starting to they're starting starting to get a little get a little up there don't you think and I said that they're on tour in Europe, but they still have, yeah, they've got at least 150 shows left. So, I mean, I know it's sad news that they're quitting, but you probably still have an opportunity to see them. It'll be okay. It'll be sad when they quit though, because just, you know, because so Ricky Martin speaking of, as long we're in a rock and roll, Ricky Martin. Uh, said that he now has PTSD, or he did have PTSD. I don't know, once you have PTSD, do you always have PTSD? There's a song in there somewhere. Uh, Remember his interview with Barbara Walters, I don't know, 20 years ago? Well, he revealed in an interview recently that that interview left him with PTSD. Oh, uh, okay. No, no, No problem. So when Barbara Walters pushed him to come out with his sexuality that left him with anxiety for years. Did it? Did it, Ricky? I know you're on the cover of People Magazine now with your uh, really personal No More Secrets. A decade after coming out, the singer and actor opens up about finding lasting love raising four kids, and having more, and why he will never hide again. So he's free now, Uh, it's all out. So, sexuality is a complicated thing. It's not black and white, it's filled with colors. When I was dating women, I was in love with women. It felt right, it felt beautiful. You can't fake chemistry, the chemistry is there. And then, I wasn't misleading anyone. I just, you know, I just couldn't do it publicly dating women lots of women he said though privately he was known to see men at the time oh no and when barbara walters pushed him it in her interview 20 years ago um he would just that just that just gave me ptsd there's a little ptsd with that uh, i felt violated because it was just i was not ready to come out i was very afraid Ugh. And Barbara, of course, now retired from broadcasting, is 91. She's said, "Yeah, you know, I regret over their talk, how their talk played out. I pushed Ricky Martin very hard to admit if he was gay or not. And the way he refused to do it made everyone decide that he was. Oh, uh, yeah. And we also knew that he was. A lot of people say that destroyed his career. And when I think back on it now, I feel it was an inappropriate question. It ruined his career guy is a giant what are you talking about is ricky martin okay all right but just so you know when you see ricky make sure you know that he's got ptsd he's really struggling and uh you know treat him with kid gloves you don't want to treat him with kid rock gloves though <laughs> get it so he he was filmed dropping a homophobic slur like it meant nothing while he was at a bar with a microphone in his hand in Tennessee ranting at people he watched the video he's drunk and he's getting up on this little stage to do his thing and somebody's filming like, film it with your iPhones film it film it you and he uses the homophobic slur the F word and now he's you know he's in trouble I hope he goes on with saying uh the other slur f-word to about using the homophobic slur f-word because he's drunk at a bar and he wasn't he's just yap yeah, I'm so sick of the word police I'm sick of it I'm sick of the word police and I know I'm not supposed to be I'm not supposed to be sick of the word police because Many of people and the word police are now starting to get eaten by their own. And good. You deserve it. But we have to draw the line somewhere, some we gotta be able to speak again. We have to Oh, you can always speak, Jeff. You just have to be more careful what you say. Words can never hurt you. I mean, I, I, I don't I, I don't know that, that you were taught that. I was taught that back in the dark ages. Sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. I know. I know. Crazy talk now. You don't get those days back. But maybe we can start that up again. Maybe we start a campaign. Sticks and stones. Or break your bones. No, that doesn't sound right. Or words can never hurt you. Yeah, maybe I like that one. Hashtag sticks and stones. Hashtag break your bones. Hashtag words can never hurt you. Or maybe hashtag get over it. Or maybe, well, you get the idea New poll has found that there is a substantial partisan divide when it comes to whether or not people think healthy individuals should return to living their normal lives if they are not showing symptoms of COVID 19. 87% of Republicans favoring healthy people returning to their lives as normal, 64% of independents, and only 29% of Democrats. The poll also found that an increasing number of American adults think the pandemic is getting better, with 84% agreeing, 15% increase since April. Currently, 11% in the U.S. say the situation is staying the same, and 5% say it's getting a lot or a little worse. Wow. With the with the COVID-19? the number of Americans concerned about contracting the virus is the lowest recorded since Gallup began tracking in June of 2020. 20% of Americans who now say they are very or somewhat worried that they will get the disease is the lowest recorded over the past 14 months. This marks a 10-point drop in worry since April and a 37-point drop since the end of 2020. Yeah, uh, U.S. infections and deaths were spiking uh, at the end of 2020, and the vaccine then was starting to roll out. So it was just the beginning. I mean, that's we. It, I know that you know we joke around, and, uh, and I say joke around. I mean, it's it's effectively over, right? The pandemic, it's effectively over. People are back. I you know. I don't know where you are uh, as far as your life with COVID-19 other countries other states in the U.S. other countries around the world are still facing lockdowns and there's you know I mean France is letting up we talked a little bit about that yesterday with the face slap of Macron but uh you know to think that it's as bad as it was is well it's insane because it's not there are individual country flare-ups and you get the lockdown and which i, I think that's what's going to happen now right you're going to start getting uh oh a sign of covid done we're over but i see where the uh they talked about how uh, the one thing that's most likely to cause covid after vaccinations we've got that going on we have uh, a story where the cdc has said uh, vaccinated people who get covid all have these things in common we have a cleveland clinic saying no need to vaccinate those who've already had covid19 that's incredible a new study by the cleveland clinic has found that individuals who have previously been infected with covid19 receive no additional benefits from the vaccination wow The study was conducted on 52,238 employees in the Cleveland Clinic. A positive RT-PCR test was considered to define COVID-19 infection. The participants received two doses of the Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna COVID-19 vaccine at an interval of 28 days. A participant who tested positive for COVID-19 at least 42 days pr- before the vaccination initiation was considered previously infected. During the course of the study, infection occurred almost exclusively in participants who were not previously infected and were not vaccinated. No significant difference in COVID-19 incidence was observed between previously infected and currently vaccinated participants. Now the CDC says vaccinated people who get COVID all have this in common. They found that you will get a milder disease than unvaccinated people who get infected. Hmm. Okay. They also uh went on to say that they analyzed data from nearly 4000 healthcare workers, first responders, frontline workers and other essential workers from december 13th to april 10th now they used nasal swabs to test for covid and then testing positive cases to determine the amount of detectable virus in the nose that's uh, known as the viral load which i couldn't get when i was tested i don't i don't i'm i'm convinced that we they all have that and they're not giving it to you the cdc has it they have the numbers on it i wanted to know my viral load because that's what we talked about Uh, How many months ago when we talked the cycle threshold value and if you were going to be contagious or not, where the docs were saying if you were under a certain point, you're not contagious. There's no need to quarantine. There's no need to nothing. Yeah, you tested positive, but you're not contagious. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Several findings indicated that those who became infected after being fully or partially vaccinated were more likely to have the milder or shorter illness. Uh, It goes on to talk about which variants is the most so after you've been infected uh you still leave a chance for asymptomatic infection and so they're worried about which variants are the worst after you've been infected so uh b117 variant okay if is the majority of breakthrough cases, then uh, 20 of the breakthrough infections were caused by uh, well, let's see, then they had the 40 percent were caused by the U.K variant, B117, but another variant was right up there with it. a 40 percent were caused by the California variant, B1429. Uh, wow, so and then you had uh, the South African variant and the Brazil variant so you there's a small chance that if you the breakthrough uh covid cases if you've been vaccinated and get the breakthrough and it's because of the variants right but they're talking about then in the other study they're talking about you're going to have milder cases right so i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you i know that we had nurses um walking out in houston they're being suspended for not complying with the covid vaccine mandate so houston methodist hospital suspended 178 employees without pay for 14 days for failing to comply with its covid 19 vaccine requirement wow the texas hospital ceo mark boom said in a message to staff shared with axios that 24,947 workers had been vaccinated against the virus by Monday's deadline. Well, that was nice. They gave them a deadline. 27 of those who didn't get fully vaccinated have received one dose. I'm hopeful they will get their second doses soon. 285 staff received medical or religious exemption and 332 were granted deferrals for pregnancy and other reasons hospitals being sued by 117 employees who allege that it's policy mandating that all staff must be vaccinated against the coronavirus is unlawful i thought it was too and i thought here in texas the governor signed a bill saying that uh, it can't be mandated but hey what do i know so these people didn't want to get any any kind of exemptions, and just wanted to decide, hey, it's America, I don't want to th- the COVID vaccine, and you're not going to make me get the COVID-19. Well, we'll see how that works out. I hope it works out to where they don't have to get it. Uh, but, you know, it will, and then they'll end up working in the basement. We talked about it before. It's going to be okay, fine. Then, you know what, you can work here, but you have to work on that floor and that's going to be that we're not going to have an elevator stop on that floor <laughs> people will have to specifically stop the elevator on floor 3 or floor 18 and that's the non-vaccinated people floor if you dare go on that floor you have to sign a waiver and let people know that you are okay with going onto the non-vaccinated floor we may as well stick with covid chat uh, as we wrap up today's broadcast uh, royal caribbean uh international has announced it won't require u.s passengers to get vaccinated to go on several ships set to sail this summer we're now we're gonna strongly encourage guests to get a covid 19 shot uh but uh yeah oof, man uh you don't have to you Those who are unvaccinated or unable to verify vaccination will be required to undergo testing and follow other protocols, which will be announced at a later date. (laughs) The new rules were announced as the company said it's going to resume cruises on six new ships from U.S. ports this summer, starting with Freedom of the Seas from Miami on July 2nd. Man, oh man, does that sound fun. Now, Governor DeSantis has threatened to find the cruise lines if they require guests to show proof of vaccination. So I love that if there are these other if you are unable to verify vaccination or you are unvaccinated. Yeah, um, you're going to go on that ship over there. That's for the unvaxed. And you're going to have to, we're going to test you and we're going to make you go through there. And you can't do anything. Don't touch anything. We're just, you know, you can look out your window. (laughs) I mean, we are in trouble with this. We have to decide, and it's going to come quick. We have to decide if we're going to be happy about being with other people, whether they're vaccinated or not. Um, If that happens, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it will. We keep getting, we're told that we have to get vaccinated. Hey, we're going to give you a joint if you get vaccinated. Hey, you're going to get a lottery ticket. Hey, you're going to get beer and wine. Hey, we'll pat you on the back, but you got to get vaccinated. And then we get signals from this administration. They all wear masks. They've all been vaccinated. They're still wearing masks. They're still social distancing. So when do we go back to normal life? I don't know. I don't know. And if we're going to get back, the airlines are asking for some of the restrictions to go down because they want to get business back. They want international flights back up. Uh, we have non-binary Alaska Air workers say they're hurt by a dress code. They're hurt by a dress code. The American Civil Liberties Union wrote the letter on behalf of the Seattle-based flight attendant. Whose gender identity is non-binary, not strictly male or female, and whose gender expression is fluid and can change over time. Alaska Airlines allegedly has male and female dress and grooming requirements, allowing transgender workers to adhere to standards that match their gender identity. Well, that's special. I'm glad Alaska Airlines is doing that. But the policy demeans employees who do not conform to gender stereotypes and materially interferes with their ability to do their jobs under equal terms and conditions of other employment are you kidding me we are laying we are we are putting people on the streets because they are not vaccinated but we're going to make sure that a flight attendant is not demeaned by having to wear a certain uniform and groom the way we want you to groom to be a flight attendant for our company wow we are it's a it's a new world it's a new world but remember hashtag sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt me Is that's an awful long hashtag i gotta rethink that Bye.